Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Welcome to From Fear Into Action, where we have evolutionary conversations with conscious entrepreneurs. Sometimes all you need are the right tips at the right time with a little mindset magic, which is exactly what you are about to get. Now, here are your hosts, Julian Knoll and Heather Porter. Welcome back, Shinepreneurs. Yes, we are back with you on another amazing episode. And um, gosh, again, another amazing guest to introduce you to. And obviously, I can't do this alone. So I'm joined by the amazing, the effervescent Julian Knoll. Hello, Jules. <laughs> Hello, Hella. Hello, everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so tell me a little bit about this amazing guest. I think that she's going to resonate with so many people. Oh, yeah. Look, this is one interview that I have really been hanging out to have. Giselle Gamby is a very dear friend. She's also uh, a mentor of mine, and she is someone, when she does something, I play. I pay very close attention. I've said in the past that I think there are three key mistakes that people make, and Giselle made all of these mistakes. And the first one is trying to live someone else's dream, trying to do something someone else's way, and going after goals that other people suggest you follow. And I see they are the three biggest mistakes that we all make. And Giselle had the courage, the insight, and the fortitude to drop all of that and the courage to follow her own deep intelligence and the impact that that has had on her business has been profound. In the last three years, she has grown her business by a factor of 10. That's wow. right. Her business is now 10 times bigger simply by following her own deepest intelligence. I think she's an extraordinary woman. I say, make yourself a cup of tea, belt yourself in, do not turn off this podcast for this interview today. No, and this one might be one that you guys might want to listen to a couple of times. And the reason why I say that is because I know that we have a lot of coaches on um, that follow us or consultants or people that are devaluing their knowledge and trying to, as you said, Jules, live somebody else's life. Um, I love, you know, you know, she calls her mastermind group. I love it. It's, uh, this is her sort of high level coaching program. She calls it the soul family. Isn't that cool? <laughs> I love yeah. that. <laughs> it's gorgeous. And, and one insight that, you know, I love that she's sharing is how she's attracts the right people to her. And it's not as hard as you think. A lot of us think we need to have, you know, huge advertising budgets and um, like a really structured regimented plan. But the way this woman attracts her ideal customer to herself um, is amazing. So you're going to love, 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 love what she's going to share with you about that as well. So I think we should get stuck in, Jules. What do you reckon? Oh, yeah. Let's go. Bring on Giselle Gamble. I'd like to leap in. Okay, I, think, I think there's this, um, you know, in terms of people doing stuff in the world, entrepreneurs, business people, change makers. And beyond that, there's this epidemic of busyness where mm. people being busy, and I mean mm. overly busy, overwhelmed, mm. Mm. come to, uh, in inverted commas, the new normal. Mm. Um, yes. I think for a lot of us, you know, the wheels are really starting to fall off. Mm. Um, 
So I'm really interested in exploring what's the antidote antidote to business? What is busyness mm. leading us to? What's the break mm. on the other side of busyness? Mm. What are your thoughts on that, Giselle? I think, that, I think the reason why people are busy or orientate from a busy paradigm is, that, is because they, they forget the whole of who they really are. You know, they, they believe that they're separate, mm. that they're separate human, you know, living this life and, and, they, and they believe that it's up to them to make things happen and it's up to them to can create the result. And, um, and so life becomes really mechanical and, and, and being mechanical, it's also linear, right? So we need to do this first and then we can do that. And then once we've done that, then we can do this and then et cetera, et cetera. And then we'll finally have this thing. So you multiply that across, you know, work, work family, um, health, just, you know, doing general life stuff. And there's a whole lot of <laughs> stuff that we're doing, you know. And as I said, I think I think the um, the folly of that is that we it's is that we believe that we're we're this singular, separate entity in the world, and it's not true. So what I hear in that is um, a very strong sense of disconnect. Yes. What What do you say we're disconnecting from? We're disconnecting from the whole of who we really are. And so what I mean by that is that we're more than this human body mm. and that we are connected. We're connected um, to beyond this human body, um, to intelligence that's far greater than our mind. Um, we're connected to others who we are in resonance with. And um, when we for, well, when we disconnect from intelligence that's available always that's greater than our human mind and when we disconnect from um, the idea that we have resonance with certain people we complicate life and <laughs> yeah, we, interfere. We, we interfere we think that we know we think we know what we're doing but you know there's there's a greater hand at play and and when we're connected to that greater hand at play, it dissolves the need for a whole lot of stuff that we were doing that created the business, you know, that created the stress, and that probably created a limited result, you know. So I think you're right, Jules. I think it's all about con disconnection and connection. Mm. Wow. When you're presented, Giselle, in your business with your, say, you wake up in the morning, you have that day ahead of you, and yeah. you start out with the best intentions in mind, but yet there's yeah. there's the fires that come up and the things, the unexpected come up. How do you yeah. choose what to focus on? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very relevant in my life right now. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> <laughs> there's, a huge, there's, a, there's a huge amount on my plate at the moment. Um, as I was telling you both, my mum's been ill in hospital for a week and I'm, you know, I'm the primary sibling that takes, you know, that, you know, is present for my mum. My husband is working more than full time at the moment, so I'm also the lead parent at home and I also run a business. Wow. Um, 
I let myself be real with all of that. You know, I let myself um, feel all the feelings that come up with all of that. I absolutely take time to meditate if I don't meditate. If I do not give myself time to get present um, and be real with all of that, um, yeah, everything, the, the, the wheels will fall off. Um, and, you know, I, I focus where where my peace is. So, so my peace at the moment uh, is in my work and is in my relationship with my mum. And I find um, huge wonder or joy in holding those particular pieces in my life. Um, this might sound a little odd, but I hold them in, in a, in a multi-dimensional framework. So I, one of my intentions at the moment is to see, support and create multi-dimensionally. Hmm. So going back to the whole conversation about connection, I know that it's not just me. I know that I'm connected to, to a whole lot of stuff, including in, in information. And so I, I turn up in those areas of my life curious about what is this really about? What is this really about? What, you know, uh, there's so much gold here that I can take. And, you know, even with my mum's illness in the last month, oh, my God, we've had the most incredible conversations. Um, so not, so not uh, linear or one-dimensional, um, so creative not only for my mom, not only for myself, but also back into the group that I coach mm -hmm. because I know that we're all connected. You know, there's this multi-dimensional creation that's, that's occurring throughout all the different pieces in my life. It sounds like then instead of what you focus on, you, you more so choose how to focus. Yes, yes, it's how I hold it. Yeah. Yes, if I hold it in a one-dimensional, you know, all that I can see is, you know, what is real is all that I can see. Um, yeah, oh, look, I'll just fall apart. But if I hold it in, you know, all of this is creation. All of this is creation. Mm. And I focus my eyes on seeing what is being created here. Oh, that's hugely joyful for me and informative and feeds the context and the content of the work that I, that I coach. Wow. I watched uh, a, a short talk by uh, Thich Nhat Hanh this morning, the, the, the world-famous Buddhist um, teacher, and he was talking to a scientist uh, who was, you know, saying that dogs and cats and, and animals and stones and rocks don't have consciousness in them. They're not conscious. Yeah. And, and um, Thich Nhat Hanh's response was, he said, you know, within me, he said, you know, from the food that I eat, I have vegetable, I have mineral. He said, my body is the body of an animal. Mm. He said, not only that, he said, I have ancestors and they are all with me now. They have informed mm. everything that I do. Mother mm. Earth that I stand on, I have a relationship with her. You know, mm. I am part of all of this. Mm. He said, so for me, everything is part mm. of, you know, I am the mouthpiece for all of that. Yes. And I thought yes. it was such a simple and beautiful and humble explanation. 
mm. around Stunning. Con- connection and oneness. Because it can be sometimes touted out as just a little bit of sort of verbal garbage, you know. Oh, yeah, yes. we're all one. What do yes. we really mean, you know? Yes. What do we yes. really mean when we say we're connected? Yes. You know? Yes. That's stunning, yeah. Jules. Love it. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So I totally it, agree with you too, by the way, about the, you know, spouting out, you know, that we're all one and, you know, I've, I've certainly certainly been there, but, you know, uh, think, thinking that you are and and, and be, be, being at one with everything is a, a totally different thing. Yes. I've got a question I've been, I'm dying to ask you is yeah. what's, what's really um, kind of hot for you at the moment in, in your work and in your evolution? What are you seeing that's really capturing your attention? Oh, I love that question and um, I, feel, I feel quite emotional in answering it, actually. Mm. Um, so, you know, one, one of the, speaking about, you know, being connected and, you know, being at one, you know, my life is informed by information that I receive. And, you know, where I receive it from, the way I describe it is that there are realms of high, high consciousness that love me and wish to support me. And there's also life around me that, you know, that wishes to support me as well. But in terms of the realms of higher consciousness, you know, I have so much faith in what I hear and then, and then, and then what I do with, with that. Um, and so there are things that I've heard. There are things that I heard last year um, that is now real in my life and, you know, real in the people around me. So what's hot for me right now is this concept of no more suffering. Mm. And wow. in one of the pieces that I heard, and you know, I call them downloads, is I was told that up until this was last year, up until last year, we were working with an elasticity of 50 to 70% freedom from our egos. And so what that meant was that there are sometimes, and I know you, pro- you guys probably can, can relate to this, I certainly could relate to this, there, were, there are times when we feel completely free from our egos, you know, mm. absolutely on fire, fully present, you know, no stories going on in our heads, you know, um, and then all of a sudden, you know, we get drawn back in and we're, you know, and, and, and even though what I have seen is that there is a whole lot less detachment, um, to the stickiness of our egos, there, there still was that that thread uh, uh, keep, keep, keeping us um, uh, draw, drawn into those stories. And what I was told is that we now have the opportunity to transmute that 100%, hmm. to be fully free, 100% free from suffering. Hmm. And that is really hot for me right now. And I ask the question, you know, for what purposes, uh, you know, am I receiving this information about no more suffering? And it was for the purposes of full and abundant creation now. Wow. So the conversation has changed for me. So, you know, not up until not long ago, there was a whole lot of space in, in my own life and in the space that I support in other people around suffering and around healing. 
the conversation is not there anymore. The conversation is creation. Mm. And one of my clients um, has the most brilliant way with words. And he said a couple of weeks ago, he said, creation is my provocation and joy is my new fascination. Wow. Wow. It's gorgeous. Hey, how cool is that? Yeah. And, and that's what's hot for me right now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You mentioned yeah. that you, you work in a group to, to bring this to light. Um, yes. How does, how does this group environment work? Talk us through that a little bit. Oh, see, that's another thing that's really hot for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> Thanks for asking the question. Sure. So I have to tell you a story that the, the story will explain. So... Uh, I brought a group of people together, uh, people that I was was coaching in a in a mastermind group last year to Kenya on retreat, and it's kind of hard to put into words, to be honest. But there were experiences that happened on that retreat that didn't involve involve me necessarily as the leader, if you like. There were conversations that were happening across the people, and there were rememberings. <laughs> that cannot only be attributed to this lifetime that were happening across the people. And there was the experience of 100% transmutation that was happening across the people that blew my mind, uh, absolutely blew my mind. And I was watching it and I, and I, and I was realising that this isn't just a random group of individuals. I realised that you know, that we're a soul family mm. and that we've come together in order to create. Wow. And, you know, as one person creates, it activates a seeing in another that, that, that then that, you know, uh, informs a creation in them. And then, then, and then as that other creates, it activates a seeing in another and then a creation is facilita facilitated through them. So there's this beautiful multi-dimensional, uh, uh, multi-dimensional creations uh, that are facilitated by being in relationship with each other, and to be witness to that is just absolutely pure joy. <laughs> well that is that is uh oh man that is so freaky um because <laughs> this this year uh, i've just created this um group called the shine collective yes. and uh there's uh 27 people and yeah. broken into uh so there's the collective and then broken down into smaller groups between five to seven and we have these facilitated deep dive discussions and we're finding yeah. exactly the same thing occurring. Right. It's like we've called them activator pods. Nice. Um, and that's what's happened. My kind of sense was when you bring, and I would just scan the horizon to see who should be in these groups and it was all by invite only. Yeah. And, um, and then I kind of just felt into who should be there and the results have been phenomenal. I mean, yeah. in terms of entrepreneurial uh, opportunities opening up, I mean, 
um, in the multi-millions. I mean, yeah. if we're talking about finances. And yeah. one of them has been invited to be part of this project with the Australian government that is, is a $3 billion project. So wow. there is really something in what you're saying about when we come into our essence and when we listen um, from a deeper place and our focus is in the energy of what's there rather than the doing and uh, mm. action and the platform and, uh, you know, yep. duh, duh, which you, uh, so I'd like to know a little bit more about resonance. You talked about <laughs> resonance before. Can you, can you explain a bit more about that, please? I can. See, it's like you're leading me into all of my hot topics. <laughs> like as if we scripted this. <laughs> so it's something that I feel really fierce around, actually, because, you know, I see, let's go backwards. You know, I've been coaching since 2004 and life was really, really hard for a long time. And there weren't many clients and there was a lot of work and there was a lot of need and there was a lot of lack. And then almost four years ago, I, I hit into this new spot and and resonance is one of the pieces that has created, um, you know, really amazing results effort, effortlessly and with huge amounts of joy. And so I look at, I look at, um, you know, online, I look at so many coaches and also so many coaching programs for coaches, let's say, around, you know, how they can get the next five clients <laughs> type of thing. <laughs> and it's all mechanical. It's all, you know, um, uh, building your list, creating a platform, um, uh, putting them into a funnel, uh, selling them a, a low a low cost option, building trust until you can finally sell them the thing that you really actually want to be delivering. And it's a very, very slow way. We were talking about being overwhelmed and stressed and working hard and being busy. Well, that's a really great way to do all of that. And I don't think it's the only way. I think it's one way, but I think that there's another way, and the other way is resonance. And it's funny because I just had a session before coming on the call with you guys, and um, the the short of it was that you know he believed that he needed to um, have people believe in him, see in his vision, and trust in his vision. And so his experience of life is one where he he gets that. He absolutely gets people uh, seeing and believing and trusting in his vision. But then what happens, he goes into this pendulum swing of where they don't trust and they opt out and they leave him. Hmm. And I finished the call with him, you know, I, uh, and, um, and I was pondering and I realised, see, resonance bypasses the need for trust. Hmm. Because when there is resonance, trust is implicit. It just is. Doesn't even you don't even need to have a conversation about trust. Res resonance operates on a platform that bypasses the need to do a whole lot of stuff. Um, that bypasses a whole lot of strategy. There's just this connection that is almost almost unexplainable. 
that happens. There's a knowing. And, you know, I've, I've, I find it ironic because, as, as you know me well, Jules, and for so long I worked so hard, and I'm going to say this in inverted commas, to try and get clients, right? I worked so hard. And the irony is that resonance was always the answer. And so I can have one conversation with one person who may have read my stuff or may not have read my stuff, but if the resonance is there, there's a, a commitment to a into the soul family mastermind right there and then. Mm. Done. Full stop. You know, done. Wow, that's amazing. That's <laughs> amazing. Now, I want to know more about that. I want to, I can feel there's a whole world of magic in there. Like you kind of, you know, that that's a deep place. Well, you, it's funny because... Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say it's funny because it sounds um, complicated and yet it's it's not. No. It's intuitive, right? It's mm. just intuitive. I I know that I'm not for everybody. Uh and I know that the people that I am for are people who I have a sacred contract with. Wow. You know, it's like our souls have come together this lifetime for a particular reason. And I used to be so scared of sales. I used to think that I couldn't do it and I used to outsource it, you know, to other people. And yet this whole new other paradigm that I now know which is one of, you know, that we have say that all oh, that I have a sacred contract with somebody for a particular reason. And my only job in the inverted commas sales process is to feel out and and to see what that sacred contract is. Wow. And if if we're both feeling it, you know, it's just you know there's no selling needed. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's just it's just it's just there. How would you use this new model of, of resonance in your business? Because obviously you still need to get in front of people to have that conversation, to see if it's there. Um, and it sounds like there's a fine line, like you don't want to have the busy work and the constant running around and the creating of funnels and sort of that, that old school way of doing business, right. you know? Right, right. So I don't do any of that. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't create, I mean, I have, I have one... Um, funnel if you like that I created four years ago on on my website where I've got a video series yeah that's the only thing I've ever done in terms of funnels uh what I do is I do what I love and I've always loved to write great and so I write and I post on Facebook and yes I pay for 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 those ads to go out otherwise they don't go anywhere if you don't pay on it for a page And that's all that I do. And I don't network. I don't like networking. I used to think that I had to network and I did it and I, I don't like it. Um, I, love, I, lo- I love not being busy and I love having a lot of space. And so being at home and, you know, looking after my family and writing is, is what I do. People will connect th- through that writing. And because... As I said, because I'm operating from the idea that I have sacred contracts, I don't have many people who aren't a fit um, apply. Mm. And if I am finding people who aren't a fit applying, I then go and inquire 
what is in me that is creating that um, misalignment? And I go and clean that misalignment up in me and then the person with, that is a sacred contract will show up. So there's not a lot of doing. There's not a lot of doing. There's writing, cleaning myself up when I'm misaligned and I'm seeing that through the reflection of what's coming in on the outside. And then, and then, and then uh, being intuitively tuned in and looking out for that sacred contract. And there's one more piece actually, there's one more piece. I only do, in terms of the, the service that I offer, I only do what I love and that is all. So I used to run a two-month a two program mm -hmm. and I used to run that because I, I didn't think that people would come into a year-long program up front. And uh, two years ago, I had a very weird <laughs> experience. I was having a dream. And in the dream, I felt like I was awake in it and I felt like I was being instructed. It was bizarre. I was watching myself having this dream. And the dream said, in the dream, I was told, bring three people directly into the mastermind. And I woke up and I thought, that is really weird <laughs> because I felt like I was actually awake when I was asleep and I felt like I was being given this information. Very bizarre. Anyway, so I woke up and I had all these tingles on my head, which had never happened before. And I thought, what, what's going on, you know? And I, it was a Saturday morning and I thought, oh, I'm going to go and meditate. I took myself to the beach, I had my laptop. I started meditating and I just received this piece of writing. And it was a piece of writing that didn't sound like me. Um, it thought up, it was just like coming through me. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to put that on Facebook. And there was a part of me that felt embarrassed because the languaging was kind of different to how I speak. But I thought, I don't care, I'm just going to do it. And I had three people come into the mastermind that, that, that week. Wow. One, one person was on, was on Facebook Messenger. I've never, never had, had never met her. I'd never spoken to her. We were just messaging each other. Two minutes. I was blown away, absolutely blown away. The resonance was there, right? Mm. Wow. And, and I'll, ju I'll just complete that bit, you know, back to the point of I only do what I love. So I continue to run the eight-week program and... I also ran the year long and welcomed people straight into it rather than coming into the two months. But after I experienced Kenya last year, I thought to myself, I only want to have this type of conversation that happened here. Mm. And these types of conversations don't happen in two months. And so I chose to let that program go and I only deliver the Soul Family Mastermind at this point. And how would you describe your your relationship with money and uh, pricing? Uh, so that has definitely been um, an evolution. Uh, I had a lot of a lot of uh, resistance uh, stories to money for many many years. I had problems creating it. 
and then over the last four years, I've seen um, a different relationship with money uh, arrive. One where the illusions are not as sticky as they used to be, and and you know one where I'm choosing, you know, one I now know that 100% transmutation is available. While well, I'm choosing that, and right now my relationship with money is one in terms of my current reality it's again ironic that the person who had so much trouble creating money <laughs> oops hello hello it's creating hello. more money than i oh cutting out um uh, giselle it um you're cutting out oh hello she's cut out entirely she's cut out Ah. <laughs> it's okay. We can edit out this crazy part. Yeah, yes. Yeah, just as just as soon as we get to the money, look what happens. I know. Ah, <laughs> uh, I know. It's funny. Oh, so I can hear you now. Oh, you're ah. back. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, we can. I was just saying, as soon as we got to the money, it cut out. <laughs> <laughs> funny, isn't it? It's funny, isn't it? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so right. you asked me, Jules, what has been the shift yeah. for me in money? And the shift has been, like, money is the consequence of me loving myself, valuing myself, believing that I'm enough as I am, not needing to change anything about me, um, deciding to do things in ways that only make me happy. And also, I think another, you know, they're the kind of like, the, you know, the grounded stuff, right? Like the, the earthly Giselle stuff. But also because I've been listening in to these higher realms of consciousness, you know, where, where limitation doesn't exist. And, yeah, and being informed, informed by that, you know, that, that, it, that has elevated, elevated my consciousness, I guess. Well, not I guess, it has elevated my consciousness. So as my as my consciousness elevates, stories around money don't aren't in alignment with that consciousness. Just yeah, they just don't belong in that territory. Feel like it's not to say that it's all gone. It's not to say that it's all gone. You know, there are threads remaining, and I, and my choice is to continue. You know, to a point where I'm completely unaffected by money. And how do you integrate these insights from these um, subtler uh, impulses and subtler realms? What's your process for making it real? Well, I live it through me, first of all. So I'll be present to whatever, whatever I've been shown. I guess presence is the big piece. I watch, you know, I watch what happens. And then I have an experience of what I've been told. And then I know it to be true. And I also speak about it and share about it. And then I, and then I, the further integration happens by, wit by being in witness, by witnessing that in others, witnessing the integration of that in others. Hmm. Because I, I, I think um, part of my kind of, um, the whole thing about being a conscious entrepreneur, a part of you know being you know meditating etc is i see a lot of people taking what i call a spiritual bypass yeah. they will um, they will leave 
their higher experiences on their meditation mat. You know, yep. there's meditation yep. and then there's, in inverted commas, real life. Yes. Yeah. What do you think of that or, or, or what would you say to that? I'd say I'd say this to it, and this is the this is one of the pieces that turned things around for me four years ago. So I used to be that one of those people, Jules. You know where I, I would I would have people. I had I've had so many coaches, and I had some coaches, most coaches actually, who only took me there to the spiritual side. You know, who had me be in relationship with the formless version of me. You know. And then I had one coach who did not acknowledge that side of me and only acknowledged, you know, the, 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 phys- the physical vessel, the human Giselle, you know, that just does stuff. And then I had a coach um, who I'm super grateful to who, sh- who allowed me to be all of that, you know. And so we, we have to ground. We, we have to ground our spirituality, otherwise... It means nothing, mm. and it's unrealized. We have to we have to ground it. It has to mean mean something to us. So, for example, I remember vacuum cleaning <laughs> four years ago and having this kind of insight that was so obvious, but I hadn't seen it until that point. And the insight was, oh, my God, you've always been a feeler. You know, I remember growing up with two brothers, super intelligent, smart, you know, and always I always felt less than them because I felt. And I've, and I've always been intuitive. I've, I've always known stuff. You know, I can feel into people. or And I had never valued that. And then all of a sudden I thought, oh, my God. Maybe somebody might actually value that. What if I turned up as that in the sales process? What if that's all I needed to be? What if that's all I needed to do in the sales process? So there was an earth, like there was a grounding. There was a grounding of, of that realisation. You know, there was, there, was a, there was a decision there to make my intuition, you know, like something that's formless and non-tangible, real. Mm. I use it in my sales process. I've always used it in coaching. How about using it in the sales process? Oh. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like you're just you across the board now. You've really integrated like everything that you do. You just, whether you're meditating or you're selling, quote unquote, or you're working with your group, it sounds like you're just you. I I am in my work. I think in my work, I, I, I am... I am more of more of me than I have been. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not that in every area of my life. I find it really difficult in, par- in parenting. Mm. Um, yeah. So that's an area where I do absolutely at times um, feel disconnected and separate, and it feels like hard work, and it feels like I'm going nowhere. <laughs> Good honesty. <laughs> Love it. Oh yeah, <laughs> my five-year-old man. <laughs> Pressing some buttons. Very big buttons, yes. Yes.
what would you what else would you just would you have to say about money what do you think is the important thing for people to get around the money i think the more that we focus well from my experience the more that i have made it about the money the more it it hasn't come and yet you know i still have i still in my human beingness have a sovereign choice as to how i prefer to live and i do prefer to live in ways that require money so there's a choice there that i make and as i said before that will come as a result of honoring me and others when i honor me yeah and i honor others and i'm in alignment like you know my work the different areas of my work are in alignment sometimes not and as i said i clean up and then it comes back into alignment then money is a result of that and i get to live life you know as i prefer it Jules, did that did that give you something to think about? It sure did. I'm asking that question, dear listeners, because you would have by now been listening to something that was a little cleaner than what we had before. And I just thought I'd bring this up because it's interesting. We were trying to get Giselle to answer questions around money three times, and the the whole um, connection just set, kept shutting off. It kept having technical difficulties. Giselle kept popping off the line and. I just think when things like that happen, sometimes you just need to listen and pay attention. So that's why I'm asking you, Jules, if you got your answer. Yes, I did. I did. And the answer for me was around that um, deep self-respect, both for just personal about what it is that I do and the value, the real value that brings. Um, So... Which is really interesting because um, I feel like I'm, that's the space that's opening up for me at the moment. It's the valuing of the intuitive space. And I really like the idea, Giselle, of including intuition in the sales process. I love that. I know. It's like obvious now, isn't it? It's so, it's like, so oh, obvious. yes. <laughs> yeah, it's so there's profound it's just, and so important. Yeah. So there's no process needed. You know, there's no, like I remember I used to be taught, you know, do this and then do that and then do this and then oh, wait, don't, don't, don't go straight ahead. Let Give them some space for them to come and ask how much does it cost? <laughs> like all of that gets thrown out the window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I, love I have it. another piece though about money that's just dropped in. Okay. Yeah. That absolutely um, contributed, um, you know, to my results. And that is that I decided who I wanted to work with. So, yes, I know that I have sacred contracts. Yes, absolutely. But I decided who I wanted to work with and, therefore, who I didn't want to work with. And a higher higher fee (laughs) will sort out those who I don't want to work with naturally. They don't come. Or if they do, and I sense, I just tell them the fee, and they go away. <laughs> and there's no time. So it sounds really doesn't that sounds really rude? But there's no time wasted on you know on me or or, or them. 
doesn't sound rude. And that's were, value. That's no? a value exchange. No? no, not at all. I think I'm glad you admitted that because that's that's myself. That's how I operate as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wonderful that you shared that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And yes. and I I remember um, learning off my old coach's coach actually, um, who said, if you want your clients to really get the results and even more than what they have asked for, you have to charge them a high price so that they pay attention. Yes. And that that freed it up for me as well. It's like I'm doing you as, you know, I'm actually supporting you in making this fee such that it's not going to make you opt out when it's too hard or, or not be present every day because that's what we need to be in order for you to have your results, you know? Very, I love that. It's part of the model. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Is there anything else you'd like to share before we say goodbye to you? One last thought or something that's just come to you? Maybe how we began even before the recording, you know, that I know that we've had this conversation not just because we're doing a podcast and it's something that you do or something that you can do if you wish to. But I also believe that Heather, Jules and I have come together for a reason that we can't even see, mm. not only for ourselves but for the, for the listeners. Mm. And I trust, you know, I trust that there has been, yeah, see, I feel teary now. Mm. Uh, I trust that there has been something activated, maybe not for everybody, but there has been an activation or activations that have occurred for people, maybe rem- rememberings for themselves, you know, through through this conversation that that's called a podcast, you know. Mm. And so I just, you know, I, 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 I open that space up and, and welcome it. Beautiful. <sighs> and I'll, I'll throw it over to you, Jules, in a second to finish up. But before we do that... Giselle, where do people find this beautiful writing that you keep talking about? (laughs) Thank you. So my Facebook page, which is my name, Giselle Gamby, is where I put all my posts up. Great. But I also have, you know, my own, my own, you know, what do you call it, timeline. I write on there sometimes. So if you feel to friend me, people can friend me, but more so go to my page and like my page. Perfect. And we'll put links as always, guys, in the show notes. So you can just go and click if that's easier for you on, on the Shine thank Global you. website. Thank you. And I'll, thank I'll head you. over to Jules and um, thank you. Thank you. My goodness. Wow. What a conversation. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Heather. Yeah. Look, um, I've really been looking forward to this conversation with you, Giselle, for a long time. And um, I really think that your work around intuition and being and uh, the commercializing of these rarefied skills really places you at the forefront uh, of what's happening in terms of um, personal development and in terms of, you know, uh, a whole new level of performance in the world opens up when we listen to these deeper impulses. And to have someone like you um, to guide them in the uh, establishment of uh, awareness in that level of their being, I think your clients are incredibly lucky. 
to have those sole contracts with you. Um, I think you do great work in the world, and I wish you continued and great and wonderful downloads and <laughs> evolutionary expansion. And uh, Aww, thanks, Jules. And uh, thank you so much for uh, coming on and having a chat with Heather and I today. It was like, yes, there's some serious juju in this conversation. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you so much, Jules, yeah. for inviting me. And Heather, great to meet you. Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> Wow. Well, I tell you what, uh, there's food for thought in this and I will be a long time digesting uh, the wisdom and the intelligence in this call. So thank you so much, Giselle Gamby. And I hope each of you out there really gives yourself time to fully digest this, to really let the magic of this conversation right into all the nooks and crannies uh, inside yourself, because uh, this these sorts of ideas can really transform how you go about uh, creating your business and living your life. Absolutely. And guys, we have a little gift for you as well. For those of you that don't yet have it, please come over to shineglobal.com.au. And there is an amazing, gorgeous little download there for you um, that is how to live a true bigger impact on your life and in your business as well. So we offer that to you. We've just spoken earlier uh, in this episode about the three mistakes that most people make. Um, this little download, we're, we're going to go into, you know, how do you actually change those mistakes? So if you are feeling truly like you're living somebody else's life or you're sort of playing by their rules and not yours, then this is for you. You're going to want to grab this download. So again, come over to shineglobal.com.au and you'll see right there on the homepage, um, a little button there. You can click on that and get on our, um, nice email list and get that as a gift straight away. And of course, that's an amazing place to hang out with us, right, guys? So if you're on our email list, we're, you're never going to miss a podcast. You're going to get invited to incredible events and all sorts of other shiny, shiny things. So thanks again for tuning in. And um, Julian, thanks again for bringing the most amazing, beautiful guest and for hanging out with us. My great pleasure. See you all again soon. <laughs>